Hey everyone, it's Michelle. And Brayden. And this is Spooky Shit. This week we're going to be talking about the disappearances of LGBTQ plus people. I'm going to start out by talking about Sequoia Cooper. And then I will talk about Donald Ezet. Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. All right. Before we get into that, how you been? I've been good. You had your uh, your hair dyeing final today or something, right? Yeah, I did. How did that go? It went really well, actually. I ended up doing my best friend's mom's hair. Nice. We kind of, basically, it was a root touch-up slash an all-over color. Oh, cool. But it went really well. She had, like, a lot of grays, and then her hair was kind of, she had it, I guess, burgundy, but it was kind of, like, fa- it had faded to, like, orange. Yeah. I um, hated that part of having burgundy hair before. Yeah. It's annoying. But, um, yeah, it went well. I had to, like, do two different formulas. Um, like, one for the roots to, like, cover the grays, and then the other one, like, another formula for the rest of the hair. What a but goddamn professional. It went well. I think I passed. I don't even know what I got. <laughs> I'm sure you passed. <laughs> you find out they're like, nah, you're out. You're done. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, yeah, it went really well. She was happy, so that oh, made good. me happy. But yeah. Nice. Congrats on doing your final. Thank you. One step closer to being a barber. Well, to being a senior. Um, yeah, well, to being a senior than being a barber. <laughs> basically. But yeah, and as you can see, I am decked out in trans gear. Yes, describe <laughs> the outfit for the people. I saw it and uh, I was like, whoa. I There's am, a hidden meaning. <laughs> yeah, I am wearing uh, it's a tie-dye shirt. Basically, with the it's uh it has a trans flag colors, which is Sorry. white, light pink, and like a sky blue. Mm-hmm. And very the, cotton like, candy colors. I like it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then on the left side of the shirt, it says trans rights or human rights. And then I'm also wearing basically it's the flag, but a it's a flag bandana. Uh huh. So I have it folded up, and I'm wearing it. And I'm also wearing trans socks, but you can't see that. Darn it. <laughs> We're missing part of it. Three whole looks. And his headphones are also light blue. So yeah, matches. they are. I didn't even like realize until I put them on. Because yeah. the way the my bandana is showing is showing the white and the pink. And then it just goes well with then my... your headphones are bringing in the blue <laughs> that you're missing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, the reason is because today was Trans Pride Day at school. Hey, how was it? It was it was a lot of fun. It was cool. Not everyone dressed up, but like quite a few people did. Like we took a picture. And it's Ew. funny because two of my yeah, I could say they're my good friends. They basically wanted like to surprise me, like mm-hmm. cuz you know, they they support me and they basically wanted to surprise me, so they went to the store yesterday like to try to find something. And then they pulled up today, and it's they were wearing these shirts, this exact same shirt. What cute! And I thought, like, we were just laughing about it because they were telling me how they basically, you know, they bought it together to like surprise me, and then I ended up surprising them because I. You're like, already wore it. wearing. It? Yeah. 
And I was like, dude, that's so funny. Like, we were just laughing about it. And we like, and it's funny because we we're all part of student council. Uh-huh. And so they, everyone thought it was planned. And we were like, uh, kind of, they were planned, but I wasn't. You're just doing your own thing and they just want to be you. Right? <laughs> <Nah. laughs> but yeah, it was like super funny. And I, I don't know. It's just cool. They're, everyone at school is like pretty supportive. I also basically came Good. out to everyone on Wednesday. Were you not already at school? I mean, I was to those close to me. Yeah, but you didn't have like a big moment where like everyone knew. But yeah, basically, because we talked about it during like huddle. And I basically came out to everyone because I went over the slides that we had made mm-hmm. about like basically just talking about what transgender is, gender expression and identity, non-binary and gender fluid, just, you know, basically gender stuff. Yeah. And I was like, some of you know, some of you don't, but I am actually transgender. And then I was just like, the simple way to put it is just, you know, I was born in the wrong body. <laughs> yeah. That is um, a very simplified version of it. But yeah, I basically came out to everyone and like there was even some like people that came up to me after I like, came out and they were like, you know, like this uh, one of the the spawn nails ladies. She came up to me and was like, oh, I wanted to show you these nails I did. And it was like the trans flag on like every Aww, finger. Cute. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then she was just telling me how her son came out and is like starting his journey. <gasps> and that's I was so like, cute. yeah, I was like, that's so cool. And but yeah, it's like cool that, you know, like representation. Mm-hmm. I'm glad but that yeah, you're like surrounded by such supportive people at your school. Everyone's yeah, like surprising up and all this shit. That's so sick. Like I'm low key kind of surprised. And I mean, there might be some haters, but. Like, they aren't verbal about it, which I'm happy they're, for. Yeah. They're probably not verbal because everyone else is supporting. So if they were verbal, everyone would be like, fuck off. True. But <laughs> it, it is very nice for, like, all the support that they've, like, showed me. Like, I don't know. It's That's very so nice. cool. You know, you saying you had to come out to everyone reminded me again of last week when we were talking about coming out stories, how you come out mm-hmm. over and over again forever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. That's kind of crazy. Well, especially... Like, if you're gay or, like, bisexual, I feel. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like it's when you're nice. trans, there I think there is a certain point where you pass. Mm-hmm. When you and feel, guess, like, confident passing and you're like, I don't even want to say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess not for everyone, but I feel like there is a good amount of people that could, I guess, stop coming out if they wanted to. Yeah. That's true. I come out all the time. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. It is. Like, get the memo, guys. (laughs) But yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it was really fun today. Do you guys, like, do any activities? Or was it just, like, uh, talking about it? Um, No, I mean, we just all dressed up and we took, like, a big group photo. And then um, we sold pizza and root beer floats. Oh, nice. That sounds so good right now. I'm hungry. But yeah, I took a picture with Aurora and Summer because we were matching. Are those the two that got the same costume? Or same costume? Yeah. Same shirt same, as you? Same shirt. Shout out yeah. to them. Cute. Matching. It definitely looks like you guys did this on purpose. All right? three of you. Literally. <laughs> so you're like mad at them for stealing your outfit idea? <laughs> no. 
furious. Yeah, I'm furious. No, it, I was, it was gonna cool. ask. I was gonna ask if you tied out your own shirt, but I guess not if they were wearing the same shirt. <laughs> no, yeah, a lot of people were asking like if we made them, and I was like, no, they're from Target. <laughs> That's they're really from, funny. They're from the Target Pride collection. Target's got some cute stuff for Pride. But yeah, because they were asking like if we made them and then like if we planned it or all of that, and I was like, no. We did not. I you're like I went to the store and that's it. Yeah, I was like I honestly got the shirt like two weeks ago. Actually, my wife went to go see the like Pride collection and she bought me the shirt. Cute. And I've been like, like waiting it. to wear it. <laughs> Saving for a special occasion. Yeah, I mean I knew this day was coming, so I kind of was already planning to wear it. Oh. But nice. yeah, it's it's very nice. To feel all the love and support. And I'm glad you're supported there. Mm, me too. Because if you spend a lot of time there, that would be shitty. <laughs> yeah, true. But <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel the love. I don't know, it's cool. It's different. I'm glad. Oh, I cut my um, Michelle's, my best friend's husband's hair yesterday. That went well? Yeah, it went well. I feel like you don't have to tell us when you cut people's hair anymore because you're just a fucking (laughs) pro and you're like, yeah, it always goes well. Uh, I'm just a barber. (laughs) You are just a barber. But, um, yeah, it went well. He liked it. We kept it kind of long still. That's Uh what he wanted. I don't know if Michelle's liked that, but. (laughs) It's not her hair. Yeah. (laughs) I I I want my client to be happy, so. Exactly. If you lose friends because of that, that's just life. Nah, I won't lose her. <laughs> my mom was actually in town the other day. And it was funny because she was... I was in the car with my mom, two of my nieces, and my sister, Cherie. She's not their mom or anything. It was just they were picking me up to go somewhere. I'll explain in a second. Whatever. Anyway, my mom was talking to me about the podcast. And she was uh, telling Cherie about like, oh, it was so funny. Brayden was talking on the podcast about he cut someone's hair and he was so confused because somebody was trying to Venmo him money and he's like, I don't understand. She was like, he didn't know they were just trying to tip him. <laughs> and Shree was like, okay. <laughs> that is why my mom's like going and passing on our stories to other people now. She's That's like, cool. can you imagine? <laughs> like how clueless I was. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? And that's... Okay, he did like his... uh. His hair dyeing final. He asked me if I could do it, but I ended up not having time. And uh, whenever I thought I did, I was like, yeah, I'm a tip for sure. Even though I'm like hella broke. I would have. I would have. Someday. It's all good. Um, Once I'm a senior, I'm able to take my own clients and like book people. Because a few few people were like reached out afterwards too. And they were like, like even after my story was gone, they like, dm me and they were like oh hey did you oh, find someone i never someone? even saw your story asking i still oh, really? never even saw it yeah it was literally just like a black screen and i was just like oh looking for a model for my final oh yeah everyone wants um, their hair done but yeah a few people like dm me afterwards and they were like hey like uh, i was wondering if you found someone for your final i'm interested and cool. i was like oh i did find someone but then i like told her I was like, but, you know, I am going to be a senior soon and we'll be able to take clients. And I was like, so I'll definitely, like, be down to do your hair. And then she was yeah. like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, keep me posted. Robert and I are both going to have to go whenever you're a senior. Yeah, I'm going to have more time when I'm a senior. I'm excited. Because I'm almost all tested out. I think I only mm-hmm. have 
like three tests. Mm-hmm. And then I'll basically be working on the floor all day doing procedures, like either working on my doll head or on clients. That's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be one of those clients. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, my hair done. I don't know what I want to do to it, but we'll see. Well, I was kind of, I was kind of considering doing like a sub goal on Twitch to be like, oh, I'll dye my hair. I was like, this could work potentially. <laughs> Two birds, yeah. one stone. I support you. People support me. Full circle, bro. <laughs> and true, I have true. two hair. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But uh, yeah, this week was kind of sad. So my nieces moved to Idaho now. Oh, I don't know if they're so in Idaho right. yet. Yeah, that's why my mom was in town. My mom was like driving with my sister and my nieces like to Idaho and like making stops along the way and stuff because she didn't want me driving alone with three kids because that's a nightmare. Uh, but it was sad. We like went, we all went out to lunch and stuff and I'm very close to my nine-year-old niece and she kept like complaining the entire lunch about how her foot hurt really bad and she convinced Robert and I to take her to Target because she had a gift card from like winning a raffle at school. So we took her, and like on the way to Target, she's like, "Ugh, ugh," just in the back seat, like my foot. And I'm like, "Girl, like you're just sitting there. You're not even on it. What's <laughs> happening?" And I was like, kind of laughing at her, and she's like, "You think I'm lying?" And I was like, "I don't think you're lying, but I do think you're being a bit vocal about this, and you don't need to be." And uh, it was funny because whenever we were like walking around the store, and she was like talking distracted, she looked like she was walking pretty fucking normal. Like, maybe a little bit of a limp. And my sister said that she, her mom, said that she thinks that she was just, like, really sad and her heart hurt and she didn't know how to deal with it. So she was just manifesting huh. a foot pain about it. <laughs> but it was so fucking dramatic. She uh, she already FaceTimed me yesterday. I saw her two days ago. And we mm-hmm. just sat in silence on FaceTime while we played Animal Crossing together. <laughs> and I almost fell asleep, Loki, because I was tired. <laughs> But it's sad, and they're going to be back in a couple months, so that's fine. But, you know, more reason for me to just move to another country. <laughs> they don't live here, right? Just go fucking Bro. full on. It's not like you have other sisters here. Nah. Well, another one of them wants to move to Idaho, too. I will just have Leah here. Why does everyone move to Idaho? I don't get it. If any of you guys live in Idaho, please tell me the allure. <laughs> they got a lot of potatoes. <laughs> And like they have a lot of potatoes, they also like want to ban abortion. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I good, I good on that. My mom was like, "What are you gonna do for Christmas? You're gonna go visit?" And I was like, "I'm not going there." I'm like Loki protesting Idaho now. No, I was like, Damn. she's like, "What are you gonna do? You're gonna be alone." And I was like, "What? I like I live somewhere, and I have Robert, and he has family, like." It's not like I'm the only person I know in all of San Diego. Like, it's chill. I want to move anyway. <laughs> I'm kind of expecting it to be like this. True. But yeah. We're also, we want to go and, like, visit the Netherlands this year. And we were thinking, like, Thanksgiving time because Robert has work off. So, like, maybe we'd even go there on Christmas. If it's less expensive. Who knows? It's going to be really expensive. We specifically want to go and it's cold. 
because this will be like our scoping it out to see if we like it and would like want to live there. So we don't want to go when it's warm and then be like shocked at it being cold in winter. Oh, true. Yeah. My mom was like, just go during summer. And I was like, why? It's just going to be like San Diego. And then during winter, if we live there, we'd be like, oh, shit, this is a regretful decision. (laughs) (laughs) Want to be like prepared. Why not go both times? Spend on money for it. I wish. True. <laughs> oh, so just last week a, I was t- a one way. <laughs> I know. Oh God, the temptation's totally there. Just move. But how awkward it'd be if we moved and we we're like, oh shit, we don't want to live here. <laughs> well, as just soon a as little, you, little uncomfortable. I was like, as soon as you figure it out, just come back. Yeah, or we'll just move. we'll just hop countries in Europe until we settle on one that we like. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, probably easier said than done, but hey. <laughs> yeah. You know how last week I was telling you that we had a sponsorship and I was going to message you and tell you to buy it? Oh, yeah. That was last week, right? Not two weeks ago? Um, I don't remember. I think it was last week. I was streaming, uh-huh. like, after we recorded, and we had three people who ordered it. Me, my stepmom, my dad, who I'm pretty sure was just my stepmom with my dad's email. <laughs> and uh, we could have up to 34. I was, like, talking about it on stream, telling people to order and stuff. And then I was streaming for, like, eight hours. And I thought that the thing looked, like, weird because it's, like, on my screen, the sponsorship thing. You have to have it there while you're doing it. I thought it looked different. So then after I was out of the stream, I, like, went to Stream Elements, which is where the sponsorship's from. And I went and looked. And it said that we had 34 out of 34 people. Oh, shit. And I went back and watched the stream. And you can see I'm like the most oblivious person in the world for like 35 minutes and including while I was like trying to get people to order it, it was slowly just moving up one at a time consistently like every minute. So I'm pretty sure like I'm not convinced it's not a mistake. Literally Robert emailed to be like, we want to make sure that this is real so we're not like let down. But uh, if it's real, I think it's a single person just went and dropped like and that's probably like a thousand dollars doing that. You really think it was one person? If I'll have to send you a video, it went up one at a time, like one, two, three, like just in the same like a space of time in between them all. Like someone was just going and doing it over and over. It was so weird. Or no one said that they be... ordered it either. I was. I don't know. You could just have silent supporters. I could have silent supporters, but do they all like? talk to each other and be like we're gonna do this at the same time no it just happened to be at the same time and i was wondering because that that same night like at, at this happened at like 11 30 p.m at 1 a.m we got a whisper on twitch which is like someone messaged us and just saying like how they like our stream and stuff and saying like they just like have been watching and stuff but they they didn't want to talk in the chat i'm assuming so i just like oh shout out to this person i won't say your name because it sounds like you don't want to be in the chat and now I'm like, was it them? I have no idea. It could no be. One, maybe. No one said anything. I'm so confused. <laughs> I mean, some people just don't like attention like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, since before I started streaming, even for a while after I started streaming, I would not have wanted to talk to anyone's chats at all. Now I do just because I also stream, but yeah, I would 100% be that person just saying they're silently supporting. But... Potentially, I just made monies. I don't know. 
I'm not, I'm still, like I said, not totally believing it. We're waiting to hear back from customer support to <laughs> confirm, like, no, you guys really did finish it. That's cool, that's, though. It's like $4,000. Damn. I know. I mean, I don't want to get too excited thinking about $4,000 because, like, half that's going to go taxes next year, you know? But oh, still, that would... I could actually save money for the first time in so long. Imagine. Yeah. I'm excited. I also need to get my wisdom teeth removed and I have to get a crown on my tooth now too, which turns out costs $900. So maybe I'll just go to Mexico and get those for cheaper and use this money for it. If it's real. I don't want to get too excited. I don't know. Like, I sometimes feel so like sad if I come back next week. I'm like, it wasn't real. <laughs> no wisdom teeth removal for me. I'm just going to pull them out with some pliers. Ouch. Yeah. But that's like by far the most exciting thing that's ever happened ever, probably. So that was cool. No idea who it was. Still confused. Every time I think about it, I'm just like, was it real? Yeah. Oh, and then also, at school, one of my teachers basically had me write my preferred name, and she told me she was gonna email the um like people so they can fix it to where it shows up as my preferred name. Yeah, it was wrong before, right? It was your dead name. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. That's good. So then um, nobody will even like know what right? your old name would be. Yeah, I mean it hasn't happened yet, but supposedly she was gonna send an email. That's good. So that's nice, like meeting people from here on out. Like they don't even know your dead name and stuff, so you don't have to worry about them doing it. Yeah, it's like really cool. <laughs> like, well, like with Aurora and Summer, that's you know how I introduce myself as Brayden and like a he. So they like never really questioned it, and I like love that because even now that they know, like they don't. They see me as a dude, so they, like, treat me as a dude and, like, use the correct pronouns. And even now that they know, like, it, they, like, haven't, like, slipped up. They're always like, oh, you know him. Which yeah. I, like, I love, you know? Because some people, you, like, ever they... ever known you as that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because some people, like, you know, I'll tell them, oh, I'm trans. And, like, they'll still, like, mess up here and there. Yeah, because they knew you before you came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then people like them... I don't know. I just love it. No, that's great. I can imagine. They only have ever known you as Raiden, that boy with the blonde hair that's going ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, because like, I don't think they even knew like my birth name because one of them, she lives in, she's from Esco, and I guess we know someone mutually and they DM'd oh. her and we're like, oh, you know this person? And he used my birth name. And then she was all like confused and was like, and then I guess no. she like put it together. <laughs> yeah, she put it together and she was like, oh yeah, I do. And then she had told me about it. And I was like, oh yeah, like, because she, I guess she didn't know my birth name. And I was like, oh yeah, that, that, that's me. That's so funny. That's sick that everyone you meet, they don't have to know. You don't have to worry, except for they get random DMs from people who know your birth name. <laughs> True. But that feels unlikely to happen over and over again, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because for, you know, how I, post I posted like I needed a model. 
And yeah. actually, one of my ex-coworkers from Costco messaged me. Oh. And, like, she added me on Facebook. And I think it's funny because she called me, like, girl or something. Ooh. And I was she like, no. Uh, I I guess not, but I think it's funny because it's literally in my profile. <laughs> it's, a, it's part of my bio. It was like yeah. it literally says, "Just a proud Latino transgender man trying to live my truth and being happy, be happy." So either she didn't read, or this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she didn't read it. Yeah, hopefully that one. All right, shall I get into my story? So, this is going to be a shorter story, but did want to talk about her because her case is, like, fairly recent. Uh, it's a disappearance of Sequoia Cooper. I, yeah, I wasn't able to get too much information, especially, like, on her personal life, as we've run into that wall many, many times. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, wow, they seemingly didn't really exist prior to them disappearing. Okay. But, Yes. So, Sequoia Cooper was born on August 9th, 1988. She used to live in the Toledo area at some point before moving to Columbus, Ohio around 2018, and there she worked as a general manager for Popeyes. She lived with her two loving pit bulls and her partner. Sequoia was really close to her family and called them frequently, like nearly every day, and she was described as having an outgoing smile that brightened up the world. Her family also said that she was a good child, happy and outgoing. On August 31st, 2021, around 11.30 p.m., Sequoia left her home on the north side of Columbus in a 2009 Black Ford Fusion to head to the store and buy some bottled water, last being seen on Howie and Weber Road. However, she never arrived at the store and has not been seen since. Her partner, 52-year-old Richard Harris, recalled that, I know she had text message right before she left, and that's all I know. And she left and never came back. This is something that she never does. This is unreal. At the time of her disappearance, 33-year-old Sequoia had her hair styled in black lemonade-style braids, was wearing a black and white dress, and black and white baby fat sandals. Sequoia is a black trans woman with brown eyes who stands at 5'5 and weighs around 145 pounds. After she disappeared, Richard tried to call her cell phone repeatedly, but it appeared that it had been turned off. Speaking on the shock of the experience when a loved one goes missing, he said, I mean, you see this every day on TV and on milk cartons, but you never really realize the depths of this, because there ain't never no closure until you find something. To him and Sequoia's family, it was clear from the get-go that she would not just disappear like this without warning unless it was not her choice. Following Sequoia's disappearance, family and friends joined Richard as they searched for her. They put up flyers in gas stations, checked places for security footage, and worked with the Columbus police to try and find some answers. Within weeks, volunteers were joining in on the search for Sequoia. One search group for Sequoia was actually organized by the Black, Queer, and Intersectional Collective, otherwise called BQIC, which is a community organization that advocates for Black people in the queer community. During the search, volunteers spread out in pairs to hand out flyers with her information to see if anyone had seen her. Richard himself was concerned about the scope of the search, stating that Columbus is so big and that there's no telling she could even be out of the city by now. 
he himself was worried that she was possibly a victim of a hate crime and he was just talking about how there's like sick people all over the world who like will target others because of their bigoted beliefs basically eventually a tip came into richard saying that sequoia had been spotted at a local gas station the gas station actually had security tapes, but after viewing these, there was nothing helpful found. Not long after, he received strange texts telling him that he needed to provide money to get his partner back, $7,000 in money, or he needed to just give $500 to speak to her. He handed this information over to police, but they brushed them off like it was a prank and just said that it was probably someone with a sick sense of humor messing with him. Despite their dismissal of these suspicious texts, detectives on the case did remain in frequent contact with Richard. The questions like, how many tattoos does she have on her leg, made him wary that they knew more than they were letting on. They didn't even add Sequoia, who they referred to by her dead name, by the way, to the missing person database until September 22nd, nearly a month after she went missing, as they said that there were no signs she had been the victim of foul play. An organizer from BQIC spoke about the delays in Sequoia's case, saying, It's unfortunate there were a lot of missteps taken, but that seems to be a repeated song for our community. Black trans women are subjected to so much violence. Every second that she's away from home is being away from safety. It's getting to a point now where the family is having little hope each day, and that's really breaking my heart. On February 7th, 2022, this year, which is about nearly six months after Sequoia disappeared, there was a media briefing held where her family spoke about her and asked the public for help in bringing her home. During this briefing, police revealed a big development in the case. Sequoia's car had actually been found. It was found on the west side of Columbus when police were searching for a different stolen vehicle whose plates had been put on this car. This now led them to believe that she had, in fact, been a victim of foul play, though they didn't discuss whether there was any evidence in the car. The only thing is, this car that they found was found way back in October, like less than two months after she went missing. Police did not say why they waited so long to share this information. They waited like four months after they found the car to say, oh yeah, we found our car, by the way. I have no idea. They also said that they were now out of tips and trying to find information from the public. And unfortunately, that is literally all I could find on her. Her family, friends, and partner are all still waiting for closure and to find out what happened to Sequoia and where she is. Her partner's quota is saying, you can't do nothing but hope. I mean, I'm not going to give up hope. She's a loving person. I love her. I want her home. No matter what she's going through, we can work through it. Yeah, sorry that was short, but her case is recent, so I'm like, okay, let's fucking spread the word. True. She also went missing a few weeks before Gabby Petito went missing. So there was uh, Mm. people who, like, knew her that were, like, disappointed that her story wasn't getting more attention. Missing white woman syndrome. Yeah, we literally talked about before. I'm like... It's good that everyone gave Gabby so much attention, but they should give everyone else just as much attention. For real. Guys, I'd never even heard of Sequoia before. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. It's fucked up. Alright. Well, I'm gonna talk about the disappearance of Donald Eset. Okay. 
His full name is Donald Lee Isett Jr. He was born on November 5th, 1975 in Fort Knox, Kentucky. He also had he also went by uh Donnie. That was like his nickname. Cute. Um, but yeah, he has been missing since May 1995, and he disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Oh, fuck. He's been missing <laughs> a really long time. Holy shit. Yeah. Longer than I've been alive, actually. Yeah. I think about it. Same. Well, that's sad. Damn. He was 19 when he was, when he disappeared, and he would or is... 46 years old. Wow. Donnie was traveling the country after being discharged from the military for being gay. <laughs> oh, fuck. This was back in... The 90s. Yeah. Sheesh. His last known contact was a Mother's Day phone call between him and his mother, Deborah Izet Skelly, on May 14th, 1995. But yeah, so he was born in Kentucky... And, but he relocated to Western Maryland with his mother after, like, they separated and he grew up in Maryland. Okay. After graduating near the top of his class from Fort Hill High School, Donnie enlisted in the U.S. Army in July of 1993. After moving to Florida for basic training, Donnie wished to be discharged due to being far from the family. Donnie re-enlisted with the United States Air Force in February 1994. And after admitting he was gay, Donnie was discharged in March 1994 due to the Don't Ask, Don't Tell military policy in effect at the time. Isn't that insane? That was not that long ago to have that shit. Dude, for real. It's only like 27 years? And it was still intact whenever we were kids. True. It's so crazy, because it's literally, like, not that long ago. It's not at all. After being discharged, Donnie returned home to Maryland and began studying journalism at Forestburg State University. The following year, Donnie departed Cumberland, Maryland, for a cross-country road trip in the May of 1995. I did see it. I'm not sh I don't remember if I included it, but I did see that he was basically gonna go help somebody move. Like one of his buddies. Oh, one of his friends? Okay. Yeah. In May 1995, Deborah, his mom, contacted the Maryland State Police after receiving a distressing phone call from her son while he was in Santa Monica, California. Oh. Yeah, all the way over here. <laughs> I know, uh, that's pretty far. State police claimed Donnie left on his own free will and was not missing. Like, basically, they told her, like, oh, he left on his own, so he's not missing. Like, you know, he left. He's an adult, we can't do anything. Basically. I mean, he was only 19, but still. Barely an adult. Like, barely. In October of 1995, Deborah received mail of an overdue speeding ticket for Donnie driving a Mazda Miata registered to George Shane Gunther from Buckeye, Arizona on May 22, 1995. Research into the cit citation led to Deborah 
led Deborah to contact George's grandmother, Sue Gunther, who witnessed Donnie and George having an argument at the family's farmhouse in Macomb, Mississippi, about a hundred miles north of New Orleans. And that was basically it, and his mom basically did get a little suspicious of George, just because, like, that's the last thing she basically knew, is that he was there, and they got into some kind of altercation, and she never heard from her son again. But yeah, that was basically all that she knew, and all that she had to go on, but there was basically no proof, and... She never stopped fighting to, like, look for her son. Well, she basically, like, tried to get the police to, like, search their that property because she had suspicions. Did um, the police ever even admit that he was missing? Yeah, they did. They did. Oh, thank God. And they did actually search the property in the 90s, in 2016 and 2018. Oh, wow. And in 2019, Pike County Police Department discovered human remains on the property, and they thought it may be in connection to Donnie's case, but they required lab testing to prove their origin. But they didn't find the remains. It wasn't until, I mean, it was in the same year, but it wasn't until George's college roommate, a man named Kyle Barnes, came forward claiming George killed Donnie by shooting him three times and burning the body on the the property. What the fuck? Yeah. So it was basically after he came forward, and then they basically went to search again, and they now found these remains. It. Yeah. No, now they're like, search it, search it. Aye, aye, aye. But yeah, Kyle alleges that he helped George dispose of the body. I helped him that night have a bonfire, and we burned the body. And the next day, he drove me back to New Orleans, and I flew home. I never talked to anybody about it. Nobody ever asked me about it. Nobody ever talked to me about it until 24 years later. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, I guess Deborah's the one that kind of found out about him. The the roommate. Yeah. And How? I'm actually not sure. She was probably How? just doing her own little investigation. Yeah, this she time. Like, did her own investigation and found about found out about Kyle like being his roommate. And I think she probably wanted to talk to him and be like, "Oh, you were his roommate back in the day. Did you like ever meet my son?" I'm assuming that's how it went down. Yeah, ever see him or anything? But yeah, like she did her own investigation to basically try to solve her own son's case, that's and sad. she came across Kyle, and Kyle was like. Basically, was like, yeah, I want to, like, help you. And um, he was there and assisted in getting rid of the body 20 years yeah. ago. Yep. yep. Could have helped out earlier. Right. But okay. Well, well, he said, if I have to go to jail, whatever, I'm okay with it. He deserved a life, and he didn't deserve to be taken at 19. Kyle said he remained quiet all of those years because he wanted to protect George, who at the time was his best friend. I should have said something back then, and I didn't. I didn't have the strength. Kyle said he offered his testimony to the investigators. However, family members claimed that they chose not to accept it, um, but I guess were devastated that an arrest has yet to come. 
Uh, Rhea, in 2019, a wrongful death lawsuit was filed against George Gunther, who now lives in Washington State. And she said, I will see justice for my son. He deserves justice. Good. And I guess an out-of-court settlement was was settled for an undisclosed amount of money. Did they ever confirm that that was his body? Not that I could see anywhere. But, like, I didn't find an article that explicitly said it was. Yeah, so he still is technically missing? I believe so. Yo. Because it doesn't, like, explicitly say, like, oh, yeah, it was his remains. But basically, because of the story. Yeah, it's, like, probably. It's not his remains. That's just fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, when you look up his name, it says that he's believed to have been killed. That's weird. Only believed to. Yeah. But yeah, I identify skeletons, I'm sure. Yeah, and actually in the May 2020, I don't know if you've heard of this podcast. It's called Somebody Knows Something. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I've never heard of it before this, but I guess they talk about like missing people and stuff like that. And he's oh, nice. his case was featured on it. That's good. Bring Excuse awareness. Me. But yeah, yeah, it's not much either. <laughs> no, that's like uh, how it is a lot. I feel like whenever uh, we talk about smaller stories that we haven't heard about before. They're smaller stories for a reason. Because <laughs> no one knows shit. <laughs> yeah. <It's> very annoying. <laughs> Bad truth. That's crazy, though, that they're like, yeah, that's probably him. Uh, I need more answers than that, please. It's not enough. Yeah, if you look him up, it does just say disappearance. Mm-hmm. And that they might... Their remains might have a connection to him. No one ever fucking confirmed it. How is that possible? Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like he's technically still disappeared because they're unsure. They need to do whatever testing they gotta do. That's confusing. Or what if they did testing? Like, is it not him? How the fuck? Mm -hmm. Just how the fuck? Yeah, I'll be uploading pictures of both Donnie... And Sequoia. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, I think he was good looking, too. <laughs> He's a little baby teen. That's sad. Very cute 90s boy. Yeah, he totally had like, <laughs> the 90s haircut. Oh, definitely. I love it. That's really sad. Darn. And did, does anyone have any idea of why he was killed? Like, is it because he was gay or no idea? I, I couldn't find anything, no. Okay. Or That's I did. So weird. Basically, Kyle said they got into an argument over something and George just shot him. That's just so fucked. How are you going to just shoot somebody after you get into an argument? Grow up. I don't know. I wonder. What, I'm not sure what it was about, you know? It was probably something just stupid. Obviously. Yeah, nothing really, no argument could be good enough that you'd have to murder somebody. Yeah, yeah sorry for the shorter episodes, everyone. 
<laughs> we did a long one last week. Yeah, we're evening out from last week's two-hour one. <laughs> I should have done two people, but even just finding like the tiny amount I did find about Sequoia like took a long-ass time. It's hard to find information about her, which is always frustrating. All right, if you guys have any ideas for like subjects or stories you'd like to hear about, you could always email us at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spookyshit underscore pod. Our website is spookyshit-pod.com. We will be back with a longer episode next week. It's just not a lot of information about these. It's still important. Oh. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Happy Pride still. I hope everyone's Pride Month is going very well. I'm the most awkward goodbyer in the world, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm the same way on spooky shit. Or, pfft, I'm the same way on boot babe. <laughs> Ended. Oh my god, the end of all of our episodes are just so weird. You have anything to add? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, no, just thanks for listening. Actually, I told some people about the podcast today. I guess they didn't know. I had. Oh. I, it was, I told Aurora and Summer because. We were saying like bye to each other. The school then, homies. Yeah, the school homies. And I was like, oh, you know, you gotta go record. And they were like, what? And I was like, did I not what tell you guys? Are you a musician? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> well, actually, before I went outside, to, I was saying bye because one of the guys was supposed to cut my hair. Um, yeah. But he was literally had somebody in his chair. Like he was cutting someone else's hair. And he oh, was like no. telling me, like, oh, you're leaving? And I was like, yeah, dude, like, I got you. Like, I gotta go record, and then the guy in the chair, because they were both students, and he was uh-huh. like, oh, you got, like, a, what do you say? He's like, you got an album, like, dropping soon or something? Hell and I, yeah. I started laughing. Spooky started shit laughing. volume two. Yeah, I started <laughs> laughing so hard, and I was like, nah, dude, I was like, I do a podcast, and he's like, oh, word? And he's like, what about? And then I, like, told him. I was like. Spooky shit. Spooky stuff. He thought I said the stupid opposite. shit. <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit that's a better name should and we change our name like, <laughs> no but yeah and then i started laughing and i was like no spooky shit like we talk about like spooky shit like uh true crime ghost, ghost stories and he was like oh that's cool he's like what's it called and i was like spooky shit and he started laughing and he's like, like what are you name. guys yeah he's like what are you guys on and i was like we're like on everything like itunes spotify like whatever youtube yeah and he's like oh cool and then he like pulled out his phone because he was texting and then he was like like he gave me his phone he's like type it into my spotify and he said i'll listen to you guys on the way home cute I was like, okay cool and that's then exciting yeah i was like cool and then the guy that was supposed to come my hair too he was like that's dope and then i told him i was like oh i gotta go because i gotta record it, and then i'm gonna go to the movies after with my brother and they're yeah. like, oh, okay cool and then yeah when i was saying bye to summer and aurora they were both like I told them. I was like, "Oh, did I not tell you guys? Like, I do a podcast." They were like, "No." I was like, "Oh, my bad." <laughs> um, Only for two years. Yeah, that's yeah. They had asked me how long you did you do do it for, and I was like, yeah, "It's so long time." I was yeah, like, "We ain't that big." Yeah, I was like, "We yeah. ain't that big," but like we still doing it. And he was like, "Oh, that's good though." It's a nice and little then, hobby to have. Yeah, and then Summer <laughs> and Aurora were telling me how they been talking about wanting to do one i was like do it they should yeah they should that's what i was telling him sorry if you can hear my ring in the background by the way didn't realize my volume was on (laughs) (laughs) it's all good that's cute we could do a an episode with them if they make one 
Oh yeah, one of the guy that was gonna cut my hair, his name is Jeremiah, but we call him Jerry. And he uh-huh. told me he's like, "When am I gonna be a guest speaker?" And I Does was he like, "Ghost stories." Because right that's now, what I, that's what I was gonna tell him. I was like, "You're not down." And then he was like, "Yeah." And then Aurora and Summer said the same thing. They were like, "You gonna have us on?" And I'm like, "Maybe." I was like, "Whenever you if guys they want. have stories to share, like yeah. come on." That's what I was telling them. And they were like, Who, do you do it alone or with somebody? I was like, no, I do it with somebody, but she's she's cool. And they were like, oh, She okay. sucks. <laughs> she's such a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just telling them this, they'd be like, oh, damn, that's I'm sorry. Nah, <laughs> Make cool. everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah. That's sick. I'd be down to have them on. Yeah, they're, they're cool people. They're good people. Nice. And now more people know about us. Yeah. But Cute. that's that's actually something I try to share now. Like when we do icebreakers, like at school, and they're like, "Oh, say a fun fact about yourself." That's kind of like my go-to now. It's like, "Oh, I'm, I, I actually am part of a, I co-host a podcast." Yeah, it does sound like a brag. It doesn't matter if we have like no listeners. Yeah, right. We have the we same still... ten listeners. It's fine. Yeah, our voices are still out there into the abyss. Oh, that reminds me. They t- they told me to share it with them, and I haven't. Share it with them. Now we got 11 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. And Jeremiah, Angel, Aurora, and Summer, if you end up listening, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> if, you're, if you're starting from like episode 125, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you'll hear this in like five years. <laughs> True. All right, we'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye.